Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. On today's wrestling news is Samoa Joe returning to NXT. A huge match has been set up for Hell in a Cell on last night's SmackDown. Alistair Black heading to AEW. Nick Gage crashes Matt Cardona's live show. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I am joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news on this fine Saturday morning. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel, it all really does help. And uh, links to each story is in the description below, so click the timestamps and off you go. But first up, news coming out of Shoma Sap and Fightful Select that Samoa Joe could well be returning to an in-ring position in WWE, but for NXT. Um, so this is coming from him, like I said, from Fightful Select. He said that more than six talents from inside the company and another from outside of the company have all heard rumors that WWE is wanting to bring back Samoa Joe for an active in-ring wrestling role within the NXT brand. Now, it should be said that there's no actual concrete word about this from any kind of management within WWE. It's all just kind of rumors and speculation that um, the actual talents have been hearing backstage. Um, but it should be noticed that he was um, seen backstage at the Performance Center as well because of this, but wasn't there for very, very long. Uh, so he's just in talks at the minute. Um, so yeah, it's just the NXT roster speculating about things that they've been hearing backstage, but it seems like it's enough to get some of them quite excited about the prospect of having Samoa Joe within NXT. A very strange one. We've heard rumblings about Alice, this with Alistair Black and them wanting him to return, but Samoa Joe back in NXT, what do you think? I'm also very happy if that happens. <laughs> I'm Mr. NXT here in What Culture, and yeah, I, I think that would be great for NXT right now. I mean, you can say what you want. It's probably, again, an indictment on the system of the only way that NXT can kind of pop a rating, so on and so forth, is by bringing back just the, an old-school NXT veteran. That's 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 a problem in itself. That's not what NXT's for. But for the good of seeing Samoa Joe back on WWE television on the, the show that really rejuvenated him, do you know what I mean? It made him feel like this hot, just 
property again. Like to have him back in NXT, similar to what happened with Finn Balor, just giving him a good shot in the arm. I think it'd be great. It'd be a cool little, I'd say, surprise return, but it's uh, not going to be much of a surprise now. We, we're kind of like hinting at it, <laughs> but I think it'd be great. It'd be great for all parties involved. I just want to see Samoa Joe back. He's great. He's just a, a bona fide ass kicker, and we need more of them in NXT specifically. But last night we had some other show in WWE that went down obviously it was Friday Night Smackdown and there were, there were a few things that went down at the top of the card in particular if you're watching the Smackdown or listen to the Smackdown review last week myself and you Phil we were talking about potentially it'd be really cool I mean it was a pipe dream but potentially it'd be really cool if you had Roman Reigns maybe going up against Rey Mysterio at Hell in a Cell imagine that well imagine it no longer because it's gonna happen Phil it is gonna happen we're gonna have the Smackdown Tag Team Champion Rey Mysterio taking on the Universal Champion Roman Reigns inside of Hell in a Cell. This all happened, obviously, because the week before, Roman Reigns bullied Rey Mysterio's son. He eviscerated him, pummeled him into the floor. It was really, really quite uncomfortable, a little bit, like, towards the end. And then this week, Rey Mysterio called him out. He was like, hey, Roman, don't beat up my boy. I'll acknowledge you that you're a, you're a piece of crap and we're going to have a fight. Let's have a fight now in the cell. He said it just like that. It was really compelling. Just like that. Just like that. And then um, he, Dominic came out, Rey Mysterio came out, and they were hitting him with kendo sticks. It was all very brutal. And then Roman Reigns powerbombed Dominic Mysterio over the top rope. We didn't see the landing, but you, yeah, that's... Uh, so far. It was... Re yeah, he threw him really far, and then you cut to the next shot, and he was quite close to the ring, and I was a bit like, okay, he might, <laughs> might have wiggled. Let's say, let's say he wiggled. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what happened. But this match is now happening, and I'm just so happy. How are you feeling, Phil? It's bizarre. This it's kind of just come out of nowhere. Like we were speculating last week on the news, I think it was about like what matches were going to be inside the Hell in a Cell. Like the sort of Lashley one, like makes sense because it's kind of like a long feud. But this is just only just started and come out of nowhere. And now, ah, oh, well, Roman Reigns versus uh, uh, Rey Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell. However, having said that, it's going to be pretty amazing. Uh, the amount of story involved around it, the Usos are going to get in there somewhere, somehow. Dominic's got to get in there somehow. And just seeing Roman Reigns kick the ever-loving <laughs> crap out of Roman Mysterio within the Hell in a Cell structure gonna be quite the sight to see <laughs> yeah i'm a bit worried for ray i am i am this is it. it's coming at uh, near the end of his career let's say he's, he's kind of getting towards the twilight period and you don't really want to be going up against somebody like roman reigns inside of a structure like that yeah it's gonna be absolutely. nasty it does lead to speculation about whether or not this means wwe want to save roman versus jay for when the crowds are back at money in the bank as well to maybe get jimmy Roman versus jimmy sorry <gasps> you did a roman i did do a roman oh. i'm sorry i'm sorry um, so yeah, let Jimmy get that big babyface reaction in front of a live crowd and Roman Reigns full heel heat in front of that live crowd could be quite interesting. We'll have to wait and see for that. But um, yeah, like, like I mentioned earlier, Alistair Black is in talks to head to AEW apparently. This is according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Um, it's apparently not a done deal, uh, but there is a strong belief that he will sign. Now, obviously, he's under the 90-day no-compete clause for WWE, which is runs up, runs out on August 31st. So there's still quite a way to go. And obviously, we have been reporting here on the channel that there has been people within the WWE system pushing to bring Alistair Black uh, back because there were general thoughts that he was just cut too soon and all of the things went wrong with him. 
wasn't really his fault. It was more the sort of stop-start booking and uh, yeah, sporadic appearances within WWE that wasn't his problem. Um, so it would be interesting to see where he lands. He was just on the Oral Sessions podcast with uh, Renee. He mentioned that he basically wants to wrestle loads of people. Uh, he mentioned loads of people by name. He mentioned um, Moose, Sammy Callahan, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, obviously, Christopher Daniels, um, Jungle Boy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Cage, Brody King from Ring of Honor, Homicide, uh, Eddie Kingston as well. So he's basically listing people from absolutely everywhere that he wants to wrestle. But he also went on to say that I think it's no secret that I have a lot of love for New Japan. New Japan would be phenomenal. I love I love Japan. I miss Japan. Even thinking about it gives me butterflies. Never did I feel more like a professional wrestler than when I stepped off the plane at Narita Airport and I would go to the dojo and start training. It was great. We don't know what the future holds at this point, um, but he, well, he knows certain parts of his future, but he's not going to spill the beans here. So. Alistair Black himself talking about wrestling all these dream matches that he's had, going back to Japan, possibly. Mentions a lot of AEW guys, few Impact guys, WWE wanting him back. It seems like the world's Alistair Black's oyster right now. <laughs> it really is. And he's either got his heart completely set on going to New Japan, AEW, and like just having that next chapter of his career, or he's the most masterful worker on this planet and he's just sending us all down a rabbit hole and he's just gonna pop up on SmackDown and kick Big E in the face again. It yeah. could be either or. The cards are in his hands. I love this. I love that he's got the power now to just he, he feels he feels like he feels just as What's the word? He feels like he's as, not as worthy, but he feels like a commodity that people are really trying to bend over backwards to, to get a hold of. And that's the way it should be. Have you seen Alistair yeah. Black? The guy is just an absolute tour de force. Like his look, everything about him just screams superstar. And well, for whatever reason, I'm going to say for whatever reason, we know what the main reason was. Vince McMahon just has no idea what he's doing with people like that who just looks look so different, but in a good way, just so yeah. distinct. And that's... Oh, I don't know. I think WWE are pressing all the panic buttons. They're realizing what they've just done. They've just let go. Somebody who could probably go to AEW or New Japan just be a massive megastar. And all the all the all power to Alistair Black. I hope he just wherever he lands, he just absolutely kicks ass with his with his little swinging heel kick thing to the face. I just yeah, that's, that's all I want to see. I think he deserves that. But speaking of, let's say scenes away from WWE and all the bigger promotions like stuff that's going down on the independent scene which is finally starting to to wake up now and getting back to life which is just what we want to see it's been too long damn it Nick Gage of all people obviously uh, he was involved with a little little fracas with Matt Cardona recently he popped up and he kind of he went to get the receipt back like that went to happen at Matt Cardona's live show alongside Brian Myers because obviously they do their wrestling uh, sorry the major wrestling figure podcast and they were doing like a live version of that in front of all the fans and Nick Gage came up some, I think the escalators are just some stairs and everyone's like, oh, it's happening again. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm referencing there, but it happening, happening again, Matt Cardona recently dressed up as like a druid, looked like John okay. Moxley, started doing all the John Moxley stuff. And then he did the, uh, not the Death Valley driver, he did the paradigm shift on Nick Gage. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's Moxley. And they took his mask off and they were like, oh, Cardona, you son of a gun. And then he was just, yeah, it was great. It was just a really good moment. Go and check it out on Twitter and YouTube, wherever. But this was like an answering back to that. They didn't actually start fighting or anything like that. They were just squabbling and then Nick Gage, Nick Gage got dragged away. But it's now been set up that they are officially, gonna, they're going to have a GCW World title match. It is going to be Gage, Cardona. That's going to be going down. It's going to be going down on Saturday, July 24th at the GCW Homecoming Night 1 
event and that's going to be at the showboat in Atlantic City so it's a big old thing that's going to be going down but this was really good again it was just it, it just made you feel like kayfabe is not actually dead it was lovely it was a bit of a throwback it was it was beautiful uh, if you haven't seen the original thing of Matt Cardona showing up uh, in GCW it is genuinely absolutely brilliant 100% go and watch it after this video right now because it's just the crowd reaction to it and Matt Cardona's reaction to it, just basically telling all the crowd to F off and give, giving them the middle finger, playing up full heel and that kind of epitome of sports entertainment kind of wrestler in just the like dungeon of independent scene, like rabid fans. It's absolutely fantastic. Loved it. And I'm genuinely really looking forward to this match. Um, like independent wrestling, like that crowd and that energy and that excitement's back and it's just, ah, it's, great to see i love it um but yeah let's end it on a couple of twitter questions why not because we've been sent a picture of a dog so it'd be rude oh. not to uh, so the first one comes from mark salad and he says morning legends happy saturday apollo says hi thoughts on wwe redoing a fatal four-way at wrestlemania with brock lashley keith lee and question mark to make up for mania 2000 i'd throw in walter for more beef or styles ricochet for flippy dips I like the uh, the idea of question mark. I think that would be my my personal person <laughs> to go in there. I think you already nailed it. And to make up for WrestleMania 2000, so you've got you've got a vendetta now that's lasting 21 years, and this will this will this will make up for it. Um, I, I don't know. I, th I think these multi-man matches, as, as we're probably going to see at Takeover this uh, this weekend, they have the potential to be brilliant and just chaos the storytelling potential isn't great at the best of times because it does just feel like throwing all the big stars in there and just hoping something sticks in the past we had like there was the big fatal four-way i think it was a fatal four-way at SummerSlam, and it was just a meat fest and you had lesnar stroman roman and samoa joe i want to say and that was just yeah. a car the best kind of car crash though it was just hellacious if it was in that similar vein you had somebody like keith lee and then then ricochet just getting battered by everyone just getting thrown around all over the place that'd be great but i don't know i, I sometimes they don't work on the grandest stage these these big multi-man matches as a uh, history has taught us yeah i would say the triple threat the other day um at wrestlemania backlash mm. that was just really good fun big meaty men and like chucking just a brock lesnar into that exact same mix would just well swapping keith lee for Braun Strowman for obvious reasons mm. um would be absolutely brilliant but if you don't put drew galloway Mac uh, mcintyre in that match at this point you're doing something wrong probably yeah 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 definitely right there um, next question comes up. Also, you, like, there's nothing wrong with WrestleMania 2000. It got Mick Foley in the main event, so stop ragging on WrestleMania 2000. We've obviously got a Le Champion fan over here. Yes. <laughs> uh, next question comes from Marcus Dunst, based basketball coach, who says, so after all of that discourse about the AEW women's division last year, and with Shayna Baszler now feuding with a doll, uh, Io Shirai just going back to NXT, etc. Does AEW now have the best women's division in wrestling? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a very good division. Like at this point now, it started to really make up for just having a bit of a limp start. Like that, that was just unanimously. I think everyone could say that confidently. It just didn't. It just didn't click for a while, especially like the early start, the early beginnings of the pandemic era. It yeah. just wasn't. It was just something missing. And I think now with Britt Baker at the front of it and just a couple of more of the women just starting to rise and just feel like real special stars, it's 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 feeling like it should be. But when you look at the NXT women, I, I mean, the main roster women's division, like you can just, just have at it right now because like even SmackDown hasn't, you know, it's not covering itself in glory at the present moment. But on NXT, 
yeah, come on. Like, even Io Shirai going back, I mean, that's a good, that is a good thing at this point, all right? Uh, showing up on Raw, turn, wrestling with Lily, that, we don't want that, all right? So keep her on NXT and just, you've got Raquel Gonzalez, you've got Dakota Kai, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart, Candice the Ray, just all the Ray, these yeah. just incredible talents all on one show. And they're all, they're being used... There are times when they don't use them as well as what they can do because it is WWE. We just have to like be realistic with that. But for the most part, they're having brilliant matches and they, they're shining through as characters. And I feel like they're being given, for again, for the most part, just uh, just space to breathe and just progress. Which I think AEW have now got kind of cottoned onto that, and they're giving people just the the, the match times, the, the the promo times, like you saw with the lights out match with Britt, uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. It was just giving them time, giving them a stage. They delivered. People started caring. Who'd have thunk yeah. it? Yeah. Even like the Riho match just on the kickoff, like just absolutely blew everyone away and things. Um, yeah, the AEW Women's Division has come a long, long way, and it's definitely getting there. And with Britt Baker at the helm now, with this character in that championship, it's just uh, so so good. Um, I'm torn between the NXT and the AEW one now because NXT has been a lot better within, within the women's division in recent memory as well. Like with this roster, it has been booked better, but it can easily, easily get back to that as well at the mm. same time. Um, but if AEW end up picking up a couple of the people that uh, WWE released, like uh, Ruby Riot, maybe like a Chelsea Green or something like that, possibly the Iconics or something, like just adding in a little bit of that into that division could elevate it massively, especially with the AEW Women's Division, uh, if we give it a little bit of time uh, still. So we've got high hopes for both divisions, let's say, and also the WWE Women's Division. The talent there is ridiculous, it's just been booked. Terribly. Yeah, I think as soon as somebody figures out that just laughing doesn't equate to evil, yeah. I think we're going to be all right. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but that has been the news. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at PhilMyChambers and you can follow Gap. at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but that has been the news. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at PhilMyChambers and you can follow Gap. At GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.